What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good evening, everyone. Um, hopefully everyone's Thursday is going well this evening. My name is uh, Jameer, and I'm here along with Dorothy. I'm your host for uh, Heavenly Places. And it's, it's been a while, and I had a few things come up with the um, change in employment. I'm trying to get adjusted to my new schedule, so I'm still trying to get adjusted. But Dorothy, she's been working with <coughs> working with me concerning my schedule. Um, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in, all the listeners. Um, I will open up with a prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. Thank you for your salvation, Father. Um, guide us this evening during the teaching, Father. Um, lead us. Direct us, Father. Anoint your people, Father. Lord, help help um, our nation, God, Lord, during this time. God, and direct our um, different offices, legislative, executive, and judicial, Father, Lord, our president, and the Congress, Father, Lord, and the House, Father, during this time. Um, help the workers, God, Lord, and we know, Father, Lord, that no matter what decisions are made, Father, Lord, we're in your hands, so we, we trust in you despite whatever's going on in the government or what's it even what's going on in our own personal houses, Father. We thank you, though, for your many blessings. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Okay, this evening we're talking about, I want to talk about Valentine's Day because today is February the 14th, Valentine's Day. But actually before before that, there's something that's really been on my heart or whatever. is this, this thing with the, the president declaring a, a state of emergency, we probably can talk about that a little bit later too. But just want you guys—I know I said a prayer, but if you can remember to be in prayer for our government with this wall and everything that's on the deal, and um, we're we're in a really crucial time. I believe one one state just passed something for a partial birth abortion or something like that. There's a whole lot of decisions being made um, that we need to be 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 in prayer for. But that's like a whole another topic it or issue just things you can put on your prayer list i guess <laughs> um but again this is uh february the 14th valentine's day many people around the country have gone out on uh dinner dates and of course throughout throughout the school if you have any children nieces nephews um cousins or brothers or neighborhood children they might have went, went to school and actually had you go to one of the one of the convenience not convenience stores, but the stores that buy them like some cards and gifts. And I guess they got something new that I, when I wasn't growing up, they didn't have this thing, but they have this thing where they, I guess little kids make box boxes and they take the boxes to school and then they get the boxes are filled up with stuff. So, <laughs> so they pass out like the little candy and hearts and all these types of things, you know, um, at the school, there's a lot of different, things going on with Valentine's. Of course, people buying up roses and chocolates and a company called Hallmark, they are actually making a whole lot of money. Actually, they said the United States, they spent, this is one of the, the, the holidays where they spend a lot of money um, 
on things like that because people, I guess, they don't like women's and both men's that they they don't they don't like to feel lonely on this day or, and even sometimes people don't buy anything for their spouses, but sometimes they buy things or their 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 boyfriend girlfriend, but sometimes they buy things for their mother, their aunts or their father and all all these types of things that people are spending uh, Valentine's it's grandmothers things all all types of things that that, that uh, express their love. Um, but uh, I want to talk about what, what the Bible really says about Valentine's Day. Actually, is that there's no scripture that you can go to in the Bible that says you're not supposed to celebrate Valentine's Day, or you are supposed to celebrate Valentine's Day. Um, I think one one important thing, as I was studying and researching it, that there is a, a difference. Um, between the actual Valentine and the day, because uh, you know Valentine comes from uh, the Saint Valentine, who is a, a totally different person than what that the holiday is about, which is actually the the holiday before it was called Valentine's Day, which was created or named by the uh, Catholic Church. It was actually. And this is, they said, a lot of people, from the references I was reading, it says that this, this holiday was from February the 13th to, to February the 15th. And it actually happened before Rome, before Rome was a thing going on or whatever. So it's something that was going on way before, but it's called, I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce it right, but it's called Lupercalia. Lupercalia, and you spell that L-U-P-E-R-C-A-L-I-A, Lupercalia. And uh, Lupercalia was a very ancient, again, uh, possibly pre-Roman uh, festival, and it, w- it was observed during the month of February. And the two-day festival, basically, some of the things they did on this festival or purposes was uh, to stop evil spirits, to purify the city, um, to to release some health and fertility, all these types of things. Um, that they say that this is why they were celebrating this Luper Luper Kink Day or whatever. Also, interesting thing about Luper Luper um, I know I'm messing this name up. <laughs> the Luper Calibre Festival is that it it uh it that it led to the to the naming of the actual month February. So the observation um, of February F E B R U A, um, which means uh, spring cleansing ritual. Um, basically, that's how we got the name February. <laughs> So not only did the month of February, but then this uh, Valentine's Day of uh, Lupercalia. Um, so again, Lupercalia, um, they was uh, celebrating this for for evil spirits purify the city and, and fertility and health. But actually, they was worshiping uh, a Roman goddess, a she wolf, and many people believe it was Lupa. And actually, they have a bronze statue of it. Um, but Lupa, she was um, basically, I guess she was uh, protecting Rome from uh, from wolves or the, that area from wolves. Um, they would they would kill livestock and people, but also um, the crops. Also, they, 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 the, this goddess would protect the people from, and also, um, I guess as far as um, different festivals for sexual relations and all this kind of stuff is that's what this goddess was supposed to be doing that's why they appointed this goddess there so uh like during the festival uh Lupercalia 
um, they had the the male these male priests that they called lupercas, and they conducted purification rituals by sacrificing goats and dogs to this goddess um, because they believed this was going to be helping them, guiding them and directing them, you know. <laughs> um, so they what they would do is uh, when they would sacrifice these things, they would take like the the um, the goat like their I guess like their um, their coats or their cloths. And they would smear smear the blood all around people, and then they would go around beating people and and hitting women with it. So basically, it's like, okay, if you get hit with this uh, goat stuff, uh, that it's going to guarantee that you would uh, either have a child, or that you would, uh, if you was already having a child, the childbirth would be easy. So they would go around and doing these things, and um, teen little teenage boys, they said they would. Uh, just be going around at, at random during this time. And they had like a, a lottery, I guess, where the girl and the guy would get together for some type of a lottery system that they can enter this lottery and then they can go go ahead and be with the woman, take the girl as their wife or whatever, you know, um, or just for that time period from February the 13th to the 15th. Um, and this is with the Romans. They were uh, doing this for many, many centuries. Actually, this was going on before, uh, again, before the Romans, but they, they kind of call it also the other names was uh, the Wolf Festival. Wolf Festival, again, coming from the goddess Lupa. Um, now, I'm not sure how, how those things really, those two things really got tied together like that, but it, it's interesting to uh, just thinking about where, where we're at today. We really don't do any of those things. <laughs> You know, we don't have people uh, cut, cutting up wolves and sacrificing it to uh, gods, but we have people um, making these hearts and things like that to love. So that doesn't really really seem like anything that's bad, anything that's evil, even anything that's wicked or anything that's um, demonic. So what happened was uh, that the uh, Catholic Church, as we talked about earlier, they um, they basically – or saying, okay, these people, they already celebrating this Lupica thing. So we want to uh, bring this under the church, just like they did, of course, with uh, Easter and Christmas. Um, they was already, Easter and Christmas around those times was already pagan holidays. So they was like, well, in order to, to stream my Christian, mainstream, make Christianity mainstream, we're just going to incorporate Christian and we're going to celebrate, instead of Lupica, we're going to celebrate um, Valentine's Day. Um, now, Valentine, Saint Valentine, he's very interesting, interesting uh, character and figure. Figure actually, I read, read, read many, many things about him. And um, actually, one thing that, um, that Dorothy said, I actually like to read that about that. Some of the things that he did, because um, I think it, it's a pretty good summary of it. But. Uh, they said basically many of the records of uh, St. Valentine's Day was uh, kind of destroyed. So there's not very, very, very much known about him. But uh, actually what is known of him is in the works or writings of uh, Iscubus of Caesarea. And it was compiled about around 362 A.D. Um, and also in the 
and a marathonology of Jerome, which was compiled around A.D. 460 and 544. That's many, many years ago, not in the eyes of God, but, like, for for us, it's like, whoa, that's way in the 462 A.D. Um, but uh, St. Valentine is uh, kind of in, a, in the year 2060. Uh, he's kind of mentioned... Um, and legend, legendary sanctum. I'm pronouncing a lot of these the words wrong, but it's like French. Uh, Jack, Jacou de Bourgeon. Um, that's the author, and I spell his name J A C O B U S space D E space V O R A G I N E. If you want to write that down, um, but he has some writings, um, and the chronicle that he had, and also uh, in 1493, also. Um, but anyway, this guy, St. Valentine, he risked the emperor's wrath by basically standing up for something that, uh, that people are, are fighting for today. <laughs> uh, that's a traditional, traditional marriage. You know, a lot of times in, in government, we see it on, on the news all the time that it's like common. We see probably so much these times we kind of like, go just overlook it. But, uh, even, Back in the day, this uh, thing about uh, traditional marriage was a challenge in St. Valentine. And I say St. Valentine because that's how they refer to us. But actually, all of us in the eyes of our father, we all we all are saints. I'm a saint. Dorothy's a saint. You're, you're a saint, you know. No, so of course, not, not everyone, but everyone who believes and confesses uh, the Lord Jesus as their Lord and Savior, those are the ones who are saints. Um, and they've accepted them in their hearts, you know. But St. Valentine, you know, the Catholic Church, they, they place different values on saints. But um, he stood up for a traditional marriage, uh, and what he would do is uh, he would secretly uh, marry soldiers to their young brides. <laughs> you know, he was married because uh, actually around that time, you know, um, people, if, if you, you know, Valentine's Day is one of those days. It's kind of like if you if you don't have anyone, it's like you kind of get kind of lonely or depressed. And actually, before before Saint Valentine Day, because of everything that was going on with the pagan thing, um, it was like a free for all. Everything is like either you, okay, I'm with somebody or not. What not with nobody? I don't. It doesn't matter matter either way. Um, um, Saint Valentine, he actually kind of made marriage thing, even though it was already sacred, even kind of like more sacred on this day, but I think we kind of got it messed up because a lot of people that don't have anyone, they feel like, oh, man, this is a a bad day. They don't really like Valentine's Day because of those reasons, and it's, it's very, very bad because that's not really the purpose uh, with, with St. Valentine was trying to do. He was just trying to honor the Father and God. He wasn't trying to, like, get people to buy roses and hearts and cards and all these kind of things for people. But basically he what he was doing, he was secretly marrying soldiers to the young brides and the emperor um, Claudius, he demanded that uh, Christians basically deny the conscience and he wanted them to worship the pagan idols. So he didn't want them to be doing these things that are, that are that scripture and the Bible that highly, highly values the emperor wanted them to do something else. So this is why he would, one thing, why why um, St. Valentine was marrying soldiers and brides in private because he had these 
the soldiers, they wanted to honor the father, the father God, you know, um, and that and that way. So St. Valentine, he, he was marrying them, you know. So that's one of the things that's interesting, con- I guess, because he was married and um, the, the, the gov- I guess the government that they was under wasn't really approving the marriages or giving them any licenses. I'm not sure how it was back in the day, but he, this St. Valentine, he was marrying them. Um, without any marriage certificate and all these kind of things. And the emperor very, 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 very displeased about that. Um, um, emperor, emperor Claudius. So he, he told, Hey, he told him once the emperor found out, he said, he asked, actually asked St. Valentine to stop doing these things because they're against what the emperor wishes, which he, which he wanted them to do the pagan way. Um, of course, St. Valentine, he continued to refuse because he wanted to continue to, to honor um, God, you know. Um, so basically what happened was he was arrested uh, and he was he was dragged before the perfecter of Rome. And then guess what? He was condemned, condemned to die. Um, and then while he was awaiting execution, his jailer at uh, St. Valentine, uh, this is something, one of the things that was recorded in the thing to pray for his blind daughter. And guess what? She was miraculously regained her sight. And the jailer, guess what? He was converted and baptized along with many others right before, guess, but even though, right before his execution. Um, so St. Valentine, he he still dies. But St. Valentine wrote a note to the jailer's daughter and signed it from your Valentine. And <laughs> So that's one of the things like we we get like the people giving these notes and cards you know from from your Valentine and and it actually kind of originated from that but a lot of people they don't make the connection of uh from Saint Valentine this this guy who was uh, doing things honorable like traditional marriages and things and avoiding things that are pagan you know. And and even healing healing people, baptizing people, you know, that's what the ultimate purpose we are here for, to save, deliver, heal, and set set free people. But a lot of times, you know, it's it's so easy to get lost, you know. So they made Valentine's the uh, Pope. Okay, this is going to be a way that we we honor this man for what he was doing, you know. And of course, that was many 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 years later, you know, after he was he was executed. Um, Excuse me. So that that right there is basically the comparison that, that we have of um, Saint Valentine, and it, there's a difference between um, Saint Valentine and, and who he was as a person com- in comparison to what's going on now, and even what was going on before Valentine with the uh, the Lufaka thing, um, which many people thought was the uh, original things of uh of Valentine's and the question is what what are we today to do about that and I and I thought about that so are we not supposed to go out and eat with our loved ones on this day? I mean should we just go go strike, you know? Or should we not send our grandma roses? Or should we not send our kids? I know there was there was families when I was going to school and most of them was Jehovah's Witnesses, um, but they 
when these different holidays came around, like Christmas and even birthdays and all these kind of things, they they would be in another room and they would not be participating. Um, I didn't really know what it was at the time, but now that I that I look back on that, I when I was younger and thought about that, I was like, well, why aren't they here? And then I was like, oh, okay. I found out they was a whole witness, but I still didn't know what that means, and I didn't really care. I was really wanting the candy, <laughs> you know. So when I was younger, I wasn't thinking about any any of that stuff. And a lot of people they aren't thinking about any of that, those things. Um, but one of the scriptures I thought about was First uh, Corinthians chapter ten, verse thirty-one. And we know the Corinthians they had two books that Paul or two epistles that Paul wrote to them. And the reason why they, they said that they had so many is because they were doing a whole lot of things that were bad. Um, so Paul had to keep on writing to them, hey, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, this, this and that, or whatever. But then when you're in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, it says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So that right there should be a measurement of whatever whatever we do. So if it's Christmas Day or if it's Valentine's Day or October, we need to make sure as individuals that our actions, even if it's not any holiday, I mean, 4th of July or or tomorrow is February the 15th. <laughs> it's not any particular holiday, but we need to have, I guess, apply this scripture all the time, First Corinthians 10, 31, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So you as yourself, you have to determine, okay, Am I celebrating Valentine's Day for the glory of God, or I'm, or I'm leaning towards the lubricant side of it, the lubricant, the the she goddess side of it, doing things that are ungodly or pagan? Um, <clears throat> what should we do? You know, I, one of the things that I, I, unless it's really clear written out of scripture, I really don't like to lean or point people in a certain way or certain direction, but I've I really like to have the uh, Holy Spirit lead and guide us and direct us because in, it's another scripture um, that Paul says would, would send, the pers- send to one person is is not to another person. Um, so basically he's saying, hey, that this thing right here, like watching this TV or this television, this basketball program might actually cause this this person to sin because maybe it's going to make him lazy. Maybe he himself, he should not be watching the basketball. Maybe he should be doing something more active. Maybe he should be probably reading his Bible or listening to a, a teaching sermon or maybe even playing a guitar. And for some reason, basketball makes this person really lazy. I'm just using that example. You know, it could be, or it could be the opposite where, like, they they um, they go into the park. It's, it's different things for everyone. We, it's like we all are different as a as a uh, thumbprint, so it's all different. So some things that may cause someone else to sin, it may not cause you to sin. But also, we have to be aware. No matter whatever you do, it says uh, we we're not supposed to be a stumbling block to others. So sometimes we not just looking out for our own actions, but those who are around us, those who are watching us. That's why a lot of times when you have like a lot of uh, the mega pastors and mega teachers and they fall and mess up, then you have a whole lot of other people that fall and mess up because they, they're looking to him, you know, even though we really shouldn't be 
exalting or lifting up anybody like that, but unfortunately we do, you know, and so when this person falls, then a lot of other people, they fall too, they give up or they stop believing, um, or they become discouraged because uh, they, they, that person has become uh, a stumbling block to them. And that person, you know, every everyone makes mistakes and falls and, and it's, it, I hate to put everyone in one basket. One person, they could be just intentionally like a pastor. They could be a straight-up wolf in sheep clothing. But another person could be someone who really messed up and they fell from grace for some reason. And uh, the Lord and Holy Spirit is really dealing with them. We have that issue that happened in the Bible with David and Samson and different people. You know, they they really they fell, you know, but they really still love the uh, Lord. Uh, they, um, even the Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart, not toward an excuse to sin, but we need to, we can't place everyone in the same basket because some people are just willfully messing up and then some people are just messing up just a little bit and they they become stumbling blocks. So we need to ourselves be careful and be aware that we do not become stumbling blocks to others. So that's one of the things with this uh, Valentine's Day, they can, they can happen or just any, any day can be happened or turned out like that. Um, this other scripture, this other scripture I want to give to you. Um, it's Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. Colossians 3, verse 17 is almost the same thing. It says, whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father through him. So that right here basically is just in Colossians and being another group of people, they didn't have as many letters as uh, the Corinthians. So we have Paul writing them again, okay, whatever you do, whether he's saying it or if it's something you do, you, you, know, you have to do it all for the, for the glory of God so that whenever you're writing or sending um, volunteer day, day gifts or cards, you know, or, or sending your kids off to these things, um, words and deeds because they mean they mean things, you know. So that's just going back in the word of scripture, but getting back to I guess a, a whole summary of it. Um did uh Valentine I think Valentine he was actually a very very powerful man who I believe he followed the scriptures of first Corinthians chapter ten verse thirty one and Colossians chapter three verse seventeen and he did it so well, I guess, that the uh, even the Catholic Church they decided to honor him with this day, and then we, not we, but the world, they're always looking for ways to profit financially off of things. <laughs> so they then came up with volunteer day cars, volunteer day candy, hearts, all these kind of things. Roses, like, oh man, we can make money off of this. You know, um, I'm not against making money. Uh, Paul, he made, he built tents. Paul built tents so he can make money for the gospel. So I guess it's the purpose of the money. If you just trying to make money and profit off of people just so you can profit off people. Jesus, he doesn't like that. He'll turn over the tables on you as he did with the, with the people who was who was making an extra profit over selling uh, like the, the things that they was offering in the temple. That's why he was turning over the tables because he was mad because they was charging extra for it. And sometimes we have people charging extra for big corporations. That's a whole. I'm sorry, I'm getting to a whole other topic. But um, 
back to the Valentine's thing. Uh, whatever you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So I, I just want to make sure that, that that is your focus for Valentine's Day and all all of these types of holidays. And that there's two sides of this holiday. It's the pagan side of it, and it's also the St. Valentine's Day godly side of it. So it's up to you how you how you're going to decide to, to uh, choose to worship that. Um, uh, Dorothy, are you there? If you want to have anything. Um, yeah, I just um, is Cupid involved in Valentine's Day? Well, mm-hmm. Cupid, he's one of the things I really didn't talk about, but also, yeah, he is. He actually, they said that the Cupid, um, that name, I can't remember actually, like the the the, the Greek name, but he uh, was said to come from actually Nimrod, uh, if you remember Nimrod from the Bible. That Nimrod was also mm-hmm. like some type of form of Cupid, and so the Cupid thing is kind of like one of the they, they, the satanic things that I did, I didn't really touch on. But yeah, Cupid, like yeah, I, I forgot about him. But he's he's a like a form of Nimrod, and we know Nimrod. He was the one with the Tower of Babel and all that that kind of stuff. And this this uh, supposed supposedly God that they worship. Um, so, but yeah. See, that's what kind of that's what like what the origins the cupid is, but now they got it like this little baby thing that shoots arrows to make people fall in love. <laughs> yeah, let's let's clean up the demonic aspects and make it cute. You know, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to touch on the New York abortion law because they're looking at doing it here as well and it's not abortion per se they're saying that you can have an abortion even after the birth of the child and when the child is born then they will decide with the mother and two doctors will decide whether it should live oh wow so that's that's really bad and there are a number of States looking at trying to do that. My state, Connecticut, is one of them. And um, then my husband showed me, this is everything the Democrats want to do by the end of this year. And I just held it up to Father and I said, Father, no, 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 no. (laughs) Because it's so demonic where they're going. And I know we're in the time of revealing and we're supposed to be seeing these people for who they are and I just hope the people that need to see them for who they are see them that way, you know, and say, oh, this is not mm-hmm. a good thing. But, yeah. 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 It, I mean, infanticide, really? Is that where this country wants to go? I don't think so. But these people don't get off their behinds to vote, so this is what we end up with when you don't vote. You need to vote. A conservative needs to vote because just by sheer mathematics, it will cancel out the Democrats' um, shenanigans with the vote, you know, because they steal elections all the time. The reason Trump got in was because so many got out and voted properly that it overrode that Democrat thing. You know, oh wow! So just by and, and I knew he would win just by the sheer mathematics. You know, 
But yeah, if, he, and if he, you've uh, seen the, the green, the green New Deal okay. that um, I can't remember her well, name. I I can I can't remember how to pronounce her name. Ocasio Cortez. Well, Are you still there? Did you mute your phone? Jameer, I still show you on the board. I still show your mic open. Oh, he dropped. Let's see if you will call back in. But anyway, what I was saying, you know, we have to vote. It's it's our civic duty, and if we want government and Father's will, then we have to. We're accountable to do something. We're responsible. We have a job to do there too. So it's just not, oh, close your eyes and pray that everything will be all right because it just doesn't work that way. We have a job to do. Let's see, there he is. Can you hear me now? Yes, yeah. I got So that's how, yeah, a lot of this stuff happens, like I was saying, because we don't vote. We think we'll just close our eyes and say a prayer and God will make everything okay. But it doesn't exactly work that way. Yeah, so, yeah. It's going to be in very crucial crucial times, you know, with everything that's going on now. Yeah. Very, very crucial times. Uh, and I don't think with this, if, if Trump calls for a national emergency, I do not think that will include martial law or anything like that because it's it's specific to what's going on at the border. We are being invaded at the southern border. This isn't just, you know, a bunch of people want to come and be friends. No, this is an invasion. So... What's all the human trafficking? Oh, yeah, the human trafficking is kind of bad right now. I think that I was just seeing on the news somebody around here, they, I guess it's, it's not, not new news, but yeah, it's like here is a small area, but they arrested some people for that around here, but it happens a lot. And many more people get in the way with it <laughs> that, uh, that they can actually catch up with. Yeah. They, um, Trump's since Trump has been in office, the uh, lawsuits, the um, oh, investigations, and everything have been being pushed up. They're really trying to prioritize that because if you if you watch Trump and listen to Trump, you can hear him when he talks about the children. I mean, it's really important to him the children and the women. I mean, he he's not a mis- misogynist. He, you can see his, his heartbreak if you're looking for it. Look in the spirit, and you can see it. He wants to save all the children. I hear he really got up in the Democrats' face about the new new abortion thing because the the Republicans are trying to push through House. Um, no, you can't have an abortion, and in the third trimester, you know, six times the Democrats have voted it down. Six times. Wow. Yeah. 
you know, once yeah, the abortion thing, you know, was it's just so so horrible thing, you know. Thinking about all these little kids. Um, one thing that it, that that um is really just just hurtful, you know, it's like a lot of the ladies they don't know some of them they probably know what they're doing, but some of them get influenced by the doctors, you know. And all this medical advice and then they start thinking about it. But I guess one thing we can look at from the good of it is that we know where they end up, their souls end up before the father, which is I'm sure he doesn't want it to be that way and I don't we don't want it to be that way, but that's the only good thing about it, I guess. Yeah, I've been trying to figure out the different ways to pray against it. And uh I'm still trying to figure out. I know the dark side gets spiritual energy from this sacrifice. It's a blood sacrifice. And I'm trying to figure yes. out what we can do to stop that portion of it. If we have that authority or is that just an immutable spiritual law that, you know, that does that. I, I don't know. I haven't been able to find out anywhere either. So, But I'm looking. I'm looking. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, we could, well, um, if we could bind that, if we could bind that, so they weren't getting anything from it, maybe it'd slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they they do get energy from that. Um, those those spirits somehow. I'm not sure how that works or whatever, like you're saying, but yeah, there's got to be a way you can attack that in the spirit. Yeah. There's a whole there's a whole lot of things that go on like that, yeah. Yeah. Well, um I'd like to thank everyone for tuning tuning in this evening. Um to hear the podcast about the Valentine's Day on Heavenly Places. Don't forget if you um want the book Manifest Destiny that I wrote Manifest Destiny Path Towards Wisdom, I will mail it to you for free. You can uh Get it on my email at uh, drmirj at gmail.com. Just send me an email, d-r-m-e-r-e-j-a-y at gmail.com, and give me your address, and I'll mail it to you for free. Or um, you can visit my website, www.jamir.org, and it's a form you can fill out. And you can also um, get it on there, and it'll pass you for your information. It'll be for free that way also. Um, rather we close out in a prayer uh, Father we thank you for your goodness Grace and mercy We thank you for your salvation Father God um, Again we lift up Our president Our nation Father Lord The uh, senators Representatives The house God Lord Even our, our local Our local mayors In our own city Father Lord And our governors Father um, Just throughout the, the nation God Um and not just America, but in other other countries too, Father Lord, where there's believers here, Father Lord, believers in Canada, it's believers in Russia, Mexico. We just have our brothers, brothers, they're being persecuted in North Korea, even in the Middle East, Father Lord. Help, help them, God, and direct them, Father Lord. Um, we thank you, Father. Um Heal people's hearts, God. Heal people's minds, souls. Heal their bodies, Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.
Pardon me. Um, so that was good. Um, we should do current events sometime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although yeah, we do well, seem to well, touch well, on it quite often. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can we can focus on that one. Yeah. Maybe uh, we can do that one. Yeah, maybe I'll do something about that next week then. That'll be the easy one to do. Yeah, I'll do that one. <laughs> okay, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. And like to ha- like you all to have a blessed week. And you have a blessed evening, Jameer. You too. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Many blessings. Good night, everybody. Good night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.